steal. I'm a burglar. What's up, Scrubhub? Dude, we're fucking crushing this intro. I was going to try to not reference that again like we've always I'm going to talk about it every single time because I'm jacked about it. I know. It's it's great. It's All right. Anyway, good. I am Doc Bishop. My name is Never Any Pants. Here's a fool. Rx underscore Bishop underscore. <laughs> I forgot what my name was. <laughs> my name. But you just call me Pants, okay? That's Let's cut out the bullshit. Forget the other stuff. But my name is Pants. This I'm is Doc the Bishop. doctor. The doctor. And, uh, the doc. Lich Doctor, Reliquary of the Dead. I haven't said all that on here, but... You, you did it the first one. It's I a did. fucking it's, it's epic a intro, though. It but, is. despite the epicness of your name, we've got some more epicness today. Man, today is a great episode. It's a special episode. This is the second episode of the week that you're hearing this time as well. And, Pants, if you want to go ahead and tell them why. Uh, because we fucking got your ass. Because we said last week that this episode was coming out in the week. But, fuck y'all guys. Because we would drop extra content. Today, we have a very special guest with us today. Ladies and gentlemen, Woof GG. How are we doing, Woof GG? I'm doing good. Uh-huh. Doing good. <laughs> Can't complain. I was, ready for, I was ready for you to just say nothing. Just be like, we were just like, Woof? Dude, I was going to bust out laughing. <laughs> What's up, Woof? Welcome to uh, Scrub Hub. Yeah, welcome, it's an buddy. honor. It's a pleasure. How are you doing today? It's a pleasure. I'm doing pretty well. Got some energy. You know, a little, I, you know what? I want to say something because go for it. What I just did was a lie. What I just said was a lie. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because honestly, I'm pretty like medium. I don't know if I'm as good as I just portrayed myself. I'm like probably pretty medium right now. That's okay. You know, now I'm balancing somewhere in the middle. You know, I have, you know, I don't know. I'm a little tired. I'm doing good though. That's Real life standable. I You're think, a busy guy. You know yeah. what I mean? I think that's a that's a fair fair assessment. I I'm tired. Yeah. We're gonna I'm, be honest, I'm tired right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty tired too. <laughs> um but that is the uh that's the culture of what we're doing, right? The hustle, the grind, the uh the streaming. Uh Wolf GG, what do you do, man? Like tell us about about Wolf GG. Wolf GG who is Woof GG? I'm Woof GG. Who is Woof GG? <laughs> I'm Woof GG. Dude, I. You're just a streamer, man. <laughs> just a streamer. Streamer, uh, speedrunner. I don't know. That's that's really about it. Not so, nothing too complicated, you know. That's nice. Just a simple guy. Just a just a good looking mm-hmm. face on a cam playing some video games, eh? It's very kind of you. That's, that's almost kind like of you what we say. do. We almost all do the same thing. Well, that's crazy how we just like know each other. Go you know? figure. Speaking of know each other, <laughs> I, I, I want to make this comment. Like the fact that you do speedrun, and I know we're going to talk about that here in a uh, little while. Like I give you props automatically because I don't have the patience to do that in any capacity. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, it's crazy. Uh, so I give you props for that. But as we were I saying. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So. <laughs> Everyone here watching us right now knows Pants and I know each other. Obviously. Some of you may know that Pants and Wolf know each other because you're roommates. We do. That's a that that's right. a roommates is a common um factor. Most know that. Um mm-hmm. be it your mm-hmm. streams or your friends or something. But what most people don't know 
is how you guys met slash became friends. So I, I want to preface this. When did you meet? Okay. And were you friends immediately? And what, how did that evolve? That's can we go, can we go actually that a really good question because I, I don't know. I, <clears throat> it's, it's so weird being friends with someone for so long. You never talk about like, I mean, you do sometimes, but like, well, if I don't remember the last time we talked about how, like, do you remember the first time we ever hung out? Like actually hung out? The only, the, the, the first memory, like the, the infant memory, you will, <laughs> that I, that I have of our friendship is. The cub, the cub memory. Us. Yeah. Yeah. It's like us just being in a car, listening to music. I don't know if I was like driving you somewhere. I don't know what I yep. was doing, but yep. In Springfield. I remember that. And I remember seeing you, but not necessarily meeting you yet, like at shows. I remember you took photos for a band that I was in a really, really long time ago. It was the show at Andrew Shaw's house. Plug to Andrew Shaw, the goat, the human being. That's crazy. Um, Super good at music. That's so funny that you have those memories. Because like I was mentioning, like being best friends with someone for so long, you never like just talk about like how you met or whatever, but it's funny that you have almost the same memory that I do. I remember uh, you had just like shot a message to me. It was like, Hey man, I'm going to Fairfield today. I want to go to hot topic to get some, whatever the fuck it is. I think you actually legitimately needed pants and hot, <laughs> and hot topic didn't have pants. No fucking way. Dude. Pants, pants plug. Uh, no way. Oh, that's no way. I think you, you needed, needed pants. pants. You so needed you got pants. pants. And then your friend <laughs> that you have is now known as pants. That's so funny. You found That's pants. Un, fucking believable <laughs> Even though you didn't find pants at Hot Topic, you found pants at Hot Topic. You did. You did find I did pants. find pants. This is, this That's is right. Awesome story. We found, I found pants that day. So I remember vividly that you needed to go to Hot Topic to, for, to Fairfield for some reason because we had the one in Springfield. And I think the moment that for sure, like, because I was a pretty anxious kid. I didn't have like a ton of friends or whatnot. And you reached out to me and I like at the time saw I had seen you at shows. You were in this band or whatnot. And I was a little bit younger than you. Um, so I was like, damn, like, like he wants to hang out with me. That's super cool. And I was anxious, whatever. Cause I didn't hang out with a ton of people. We were in the car. A little starstruck. A little, yeah, a little starstruck a little bit. <laughs> a little, which Star- is weird this now. This can't be true. This can't be true. I, t- I What's promise. being told right now cannot be true. <laughs> I promise. And I remember vividly, bro, that two things happened that day. A, you showed me the contortionist uh, exoplanet because you were like, Very bro. Sick band. Yeah, because we were at that same day when we went to Hot Topic. I bought, I bought my first ever CD that I ever purchased for myself, and that was Eclipse by Veil of Maya. Bring it up again. I bought it out of Hot Topic when Hot Topic sold CDs. Yeah, they sell vinyls mm-hmm. now. And uh, and you showed me The Contortionist for the first time. It's the first time I'd ever heard The Contortionist. You, we were listening to Punisher by Viola Maya, and you were like, bro, if you like this, you got to listen to this. And you showed me, I believe it was Soraya. No, no, I'm sorry. It was Kafo. It was Kafo by Animals as Leaders. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> this dude knows crazy music. And from there, I was like, I was like, dude, this this guy gets it. Like, I I fuck with this dude a lot. So so basically, what I'm getting, it sounds like so you guys met via music, which I have a music mm-hmm. background too. Mm-hmm. That's that's super cool. But, Definitely. But it sounds like you hopped into Wolf's car, and he just you just took him somewhere. Yeah. And you guys didn't even know each <laughs> other. Like it sounds like I you feel got like... kidnapped. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Yeah, dude. A little you bit. Have, like, I feel like I just can't. Syndrome? Is that is that Wait, what? It is? what? 
where like you're you you fall in love with your captor oh the um stockholm syndrome St- stockholm. that's <laughs> yeah, what i thought that's, that's what it sounds like yeah that's, that's what, what sounds like to me he kidnapped you and you guys became best friends yeah that's exactly that right. That's <laughs> exactly right. That's so funny. Dude, I feel like there had to have been more before, before that. It don't you think? It's crazy. Don't you think that's, that's a little strange? I do too. It it sounds strange from uh, from an outside perspective. It sounds strange because literally all you said is you saw him play shows, and then you got into his car. Like it really? That's all my memory. I and mean, we're old. Come on, <laughs> like, we're old. Like bro. there has to be some initial interaction. How old were we? Do you think? Was it like it had to been like fifteen, sixteen, right? <clears throat> I don't know, dude. Like probably, probably sixteen. You was, were driving. Was so. someone else in the car? Yeah. No. It was just no, you two. No you way. Didn't, you it didn't was... even know each other, and you're just like, let's go. But I so so my memory, if I may, my memory of that is. I, I know exactly the day you're talking about, and I recall <laughs> us meeting before then. Where, where I don't know. Meet? I don't know the details, but I I recall going into that day hanging out that like we had hung out before, and I wanted to hang out with this person more. That's what that's what I remember. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. Now I, now I want to dip into it a little more. We're gonna have to. Have yeah, a, I don't. You know what? I don't remember. It's dude. a mystery. Who fucking knows? We're gonna have to have it's like a eleven wolf years ago. Episode two. Yeah, the episode two, episode the two. the wolf pants origin. <laughs> that's right. That's all the episode will be about. Right. That's super cool. That's so funny. That that's so crazy, man. Eleven years. Congratulations, eleven years. Wolf. Jeez. Being able to put up with me for eleven years. That's so. That's super <laughs> I, cool, dude. I feel the same. I could say the same to you, right? For sure. <laughs> now, like, so what's super funny about that? Like, real quick, and then we'll we'll dive right back into Wolf. Like, we have known each other for uh, fifteen months, roughly. Yeah. However long I've been subscribed. It basically, yeah. Because that, <laughs> like, that's it. I was like, that's hey, funny, dude. I was Such literally a like, fucker, oh, dude. I like this guy. Subscribe. <laughs> and but I don't. I cannot for the life of me. So it's kind of like how what you you don't know. Like, you guys have this weird, like, there's a missing piece, right? I have no idea how we got connected. I really don't either. I know, like, I think because we got connected somehow, I ended up in one of your streams. Then we were friends on Facebook. Even me and Wolf are friends on Facebook. Like, what in the world? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But why? I don't know. I have no idea. It's so there's, weird. There is a missing link somewhere. And maybe once we find it out, we can unravel this craziest thing. So, Wolf, how did you uh, start playing video games? <laughs> what a transition. <laughs> Dude, that was, yeah, that was like nothing. Oh, holy fuck. <laughs> you, said, <laughs> you, like, I, you like literally, there was a period at the end of the sentence, and then there was just another sentence right after. <laughs> Dude, that's like speech grammar <laughs> all fucked up. <laughs> it made sense, though. It's so funny. Sure. I finished, yeah. I finished yeah. a sentence. Yeah. If we want to, we can say, I started a new paragraph. There was a drop down. The spacing just wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, you click, You like clicked tab or something. Yeah, there was no index. That's oh, so man. funny. But yeah, Wolf, where did you, uh, <laughs> you know, where did you get your interest from video games? Do you remember? Dude, it was playing. I, I can recall my, like, my first experiences playing video games as like playing killer instinct on the super nintendo fuck yeah those are like my like my first memories 
That's... And even when I was even when I was younger, like a lot younger, like a you know, I don't know an age four or something. I don't know. It's always a safe age. That's, wait, that's, I, that's uh... well, that's twenty eight in dog years. That's true. When I was twenty eight in dog years, <laughs> I played Killer Instinct on the SNES. I I remember. I, I would say I remember very clearly playing some game at like the library where you were like a man that like collected letters or something in the woods. It was like an educational like kids game. Like a library and like I have, a library I have, computer? Yeah, I have no idea it, like how sometimes they would have like like one educational game or something right. on them. I remember I remember playing that a lot i like wanted to keep playing it because i i just thought it was i'd never done anything like that in my life all i had done is like eaten and shit right you know what i mean <laughs> right. and so now i was like collecting letters in the woods or something you know what i mean That's yeah I, I remember that and then i remember specifically i i think it was probably the first actual console i had where i like played with my siblings was uh the super nintendo hell yeah so i remember console Oh yeah, and like prolific, prolific console. I I remember playing Killer Instinct a lot. I remember playing Mega Man X a That's lot. Nice. My favorite Mega Man game. Well, it's my second favorite Mega Man game. But anyway, continue. Sorry. And, and I think that that's pivotal. I think those games are pivotal to, um, you know, where eventually I would go with with video games because. It was a fighting game that was like, right. I, I I like tasted competition with like my brother and my sister and stuff. You know what I mean? Like the oh yeah, the uh, the the competitive nature of, of video games got kind of like placed in me really really young. You know that's so. that's very interesting. Um, that's not even off something that I often think about in terms of uh, our or each of our origin stories with mm -hmm. being a gamer quote-unquote gamer right because each of us is a different type of gamer we're, i think we're all three <clears throat> distinctly different i would very much agree because woof you just shared your experiences you got that taste of competition with your siblings in a fighting game for the first time uh, uh which inevitably led i think uh to where you are right now in terms of uh you know gaming your streaming community just, and your goals it's a nightmare right yeah <laughs> it's a nightmare um <laughs> Uh, and then for me, I was an only child. So a lot of the games I am centralized around on being a gamer are all single player, single player games or experiences that can be shared solo. Right. And that's like where my heart lies. Um, Doc, mm -hmm. can you speak on that at all? I mean, like for me, I'm, I'm primarily a solo gamer, but I'm more like, so I started with like Super Mario on the NES. I think I played some computer mm -hmm. games, like old school. I'm talking old school, like uh, five-inch floppy disks, bro. What's the one? The the something trail? The Oregon Trail? The Oregon Trail? Or like silly Holy stuff shit. like that. But I also <laughs> I also grew up in a household where we weren't allowed to play video games, right? But there was an NES in the basement, right? So it's just hooked up to this TV that's tucked in the corner of the room, and it's just sitting there, and like that was it, and if if it was raining outside we had to read books and if we couldn't read books then like we had to figure out something and if it wasn't raining we were only allowed to play outside 
that's that's all we were allowed to do every once in a while we were allowed to play um the nes which was like you know, oh, it's like, oh my god. Right. Holy then, shit, we mm-hmm. get to play the NES today. And then eventually, eventually we got a PlayStation, and that changed my world. Like, I had to convince my mom to allow me to play Spyro because I had she didn't want it because it was a dragon. It's like, it's a dragon. It's evil. It's like, no, but Spyro's saving the world. And that's, that's, <laughs> ultimately, that's ultimately what um, she was like, oh, and convinced her. And she was like, okay, you can play it. And then I tell you, I kid you not. One day, I showed her Final Fantasy Tactics, like, years later. Years later. I mean, like, PS3 and stuff's out. And I'm like, hey, Mom, here's Final Fantasy Tactics. You will you might like this game. And she stayed up all night playing that game. All night That's playing the so crap funny. out of it. <laughs> That's so That's not what I expected. And she's like, she's like, I can't play this anymore. I need to stop because I stayed up all night. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that either. <laughs> it was so I was funny. expecting like I was expecting a console to get like broken in half. No, or something. like so it went <laughs> from like it went from like we're not allowed to play video games. And I'm I'm saying like at this point I'm easily this was in my late teens maybe that I showed her mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Tactics. So it's wild. But uh but yeah, primarily I play more story oriented games like Final Fantasy and RPGs and stuff but mm-hmm. i do dabble with a lot of multiplayer um like i just started doing multiplayer with my community and stuff gotcha that's so. cool nice it's very cool so, so yeah but i mean we're all the point is we're all wildly wildly different yeah for sure yeah I, yeah I, th- I think that um there there there's something to be said about the very first video game one that you ever played and two the very first video game that you ever like connected with mm-hmm in, in like a different space, you know what I mean? Something that's like more than a video game. Yeah. And I feel like uh, when I really started to launch forward into playing video games was, uh, I, I would probably say when the GameCube came out. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's when I played... Uh, Luigi's Mansion for the first time, which was just an insane game. But I would say, Monumental. most importantly, that's uh, that was when I started playing uh, Super Smash Brothers mm-hmm. Melee, yeah. which was like Killer Instinct with my brother, except we were both older and there were like other neighborhood kids that played it. Um, so it was like, I and this sounds like, I mean, you hear about this this stuff and think that it's like fake, but it's like it was like legitimately cool. And people knew that you were like the best, like Super Smash Brothers player, like on our block or whatever. Oh yeah, like, there, yeah. Dude. yeah. Like there was like this kid down the street that was like super good, and I just like always wanted to like whoop his ass. And I would like go over to his house like every day, and there were like other people that would come over who were like good and getting better. And I mean, we were like kids, you know what yeah. I mean? It wasn't even this like adult picture of like competitiveness and grinding and like getting better. It was like. All of that in this, like, preteen to like adolescent phase. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The fire was just there really early. <laughs> yeah, I feel like in those moments, uh, when you don't have, you don't have like your, uh, I guess you could say your insecurities. You don't have your adult like child. Your your child hasn't hasn't been drained from you as an adult yet. You're not working a full time job, so or like even focusing 
I mean, you might be focusing on school because your parents are telling you to, but like, what do you really want to do when you're in school? You want to go fucking play mm-hmm. Smash Bros. You know what I mean? Your entire mm-hmm. world is like enveloped around like this flame, this passion. You're like, dude, fucking Smash Bros. I don't want anything else. Like, that's what I want. I want to fucking, I want to go down the street and beat Jeffrey's ass. Like, I'm trying <laughs> to f- fuck him up with a fox. Like, today. That's I fuck everything else, dude. There's just something to say about, like, when you're a child, you have, like, you clearly have insecurities and you have things that you, like, are concerned about. You have emotions that are very, sometimes, some kids are super sensitive. But there's ultimately something is said about, like, the passion that a child has for a video game in comparison to the passion that an adult has for a video game. It's unmatched. Mm -hmm. A kid's love Mm -hmm. for a video game is, like, they legitimately don't, like... Uh, an adult might care about their bills a little bit. A kid just doesn't give a shit. Like, he just wants to play Mario. He just wants to play Smash. He just loves yeah. it so much and so honestly. That's Man. amazing. It takes me It takes me back because I, like, I think playing games with my friends where, like, Wolf, you're playing Smash and you're playing Smash. I don't have a Smash story, right? Like I, I don't either. Did I play I didn't sure. play Smash growing up. Did I play sure? So I, I, will, I, I will touch on this real quick. So I had a broken GameCube, and I could not for the life of me figure out what was wrong with it turns out part of the uh vent plastic snapped off and stuck into the fan and so ultimately the gamecube would run for like 10 minutes 15 minutes and shut off right i couldn't i couldn't figure out it took several years later got it worked took it apart i was like oh the fan's not running right so it immediately i was like cool pulled the piece of plastic out GameCube runs perfectly. Very first game I played and beat in the GameCube in like two days was uh, Luigi's Mansion. Let's go. I love that game. It's so good. Such a sick game, dude. Oh, yeah. It's so, glorious. But like I remember playing with friends where we weren't necessarily playing competitive games. Me and my buddy, we played uh, a lot of Bloody Roar. So into the fighting game aspect. But mm-hmm. but I mean, like I would go. I remember I had a my best friend at the time. We would play. On the PlayStation, Xena Warrior Princess. No way. Dude, we crushed that game together. Like, but that was the thing. That's what I did. Me and my buddies, we would play like story based games. Oh, side by just, side. And we would just trade games. the controller level by oh, level, you know, and we would okay. experience the game mm-hmm. together. And uh, that's what I did with uh, friends. That's so interesting. Because I remember like what you guys were talking about, like being the best in your friend group. We would be the one of us would be the best, cool. And then you'd always inevitably meet another friend group that you met from school or something you're like i'm the best no i'm the best no i'm the best and then um so my experience was i was the best or one of the best and then got completely stomped by the other group of kids so i never tried again (laughs) (laughs) i remember having a really similar experience growing up with um god uh what is what is the name of it with with sonic for the gamecube oh uh, sonic adventure sonic, 2 yes. battle sonic adventure that's right i was i was immediately went to sonic heroes <clears throat> we would sonic uh but it, it was it's so funny because we had such a what i'm about to explain is so similar to what you said but also like my version of it you know what i mean you'll like get what i mean it, it's i remember we would play through the story and we would have an allotted amount of time that we were allowed to play. Like my dad would be like, it, 
Corey can only play for an hour. Then like you have to let your brother play. And uh, we get, would like watch each other. One game with cutscenes. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Why did I get this part of the game? <laughs> we would watch each other play through Sonic, but it was like still competitive because we were trying to like get the furthest. We were trying to like beat it first. Oh, you know what like, I mean? Which well... is like insane. Like I could only play my file. We each of us can only play for an hour, but I got to the fourth level. You only got to the second one. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. That's funny. It was, it was yeah insanity. And my sister, me, my brother, and my sister consistently all played and shared video games in that way. Whether it was like a game where we played with each other, like Mario Party, or like a shooter or something, or like you know co-op. Like I remember playing like ghost recon like co-op with like my brother mm, and shit right or whether it was like we're playing sonic and my brother's like focused on getting his like chow like a certain way for yeah. like an hour and then i'm like grinding through another part of the game for like an hour we're just like bouncing back and forth watching each other that's a super amazing experience yeah like that's what i remember like early back to like when i played super mario on the nes it was, it was me and my brother playing that. But he was younger than me, so it was kind of like I was really playing, and he was he was Watching. like, and died, and I'd be like, yes, I get to play. That's how it is right now with <laughs> yeah. me and my brother. Cause it, it's amazing how we're, we're talking about this, because I had shared my experience uh, as being a single player, a single child growing up. I do have a brother um, who's he's eight years old now, and he's getting into video games and stuff. He's actually super interested in Mario. Um, interested in Minecraft, typical younger kid games and stuff like that, but it's really amazing to see him uh, explore content in general, mm -hmm. like different pieces of content. Like he knows about speedrunning at mm -hmm. eight, at eight mm -hmm. years old. Like he he doesn't fully get it, but an eight year old that like at least he said the word speedrunning to me like a fucking eight year old said that. Yeah, and it's like. <laughs> It's like, you know what GDQ is? What do you mean? And it's like, so wild. It's so wild of a world we're in, though, where, like, where, like, I have a little brother, you know? He's several, several years younger than me that I'm, like, I watched him grow up in video games in a completely different world than when I grew up in video games. Like, he has access, like, your little brother has access to YouTube. And all this and that and all this craziness to learn about this stuff that I did not have growing up. Right. It, like, things are uh, definitely different now than they were uh, when we were younger. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, dude. I mean, I remember like it. <laughs> dude, this is what I'm about to say is insane. I don't even know if you guys even played this or not. But I, I remember, first of all, it was as I'm sure you guys remember, too, because we're all probably around the same age. Um but it was like a privilege and very difficult to be able to like get on the computer like at your family's house or yeah. whatever. Oh yeah. Like you would have to wait I dude, like my the computer at like my brother and sister's house, because they're they're my half brother and my half sister, so I'd go over to their mom's house sometimes, right? And she would like watch all of us and Oh right. But I lived with my dad. Um and they would come visit me and my dad sometimes and vice right. versa. When I would go to, uh, we didn't we didn't really have a computer at my house, and so when I would go over to their house, they had a computer in the basement, and it was like like fifteen minutes to 
to like load a website like it's just <laughs> yeah. insane you know what i mean i do <laughs> and i i remember my like first real like experience and like relationship that i had with like a computer if i could even describe it that way was um when com computers were finally starting to become not horrible um uh, i remember playing step mania on their computer which is basically ddr but you use uh your arrow keys on the keyboard oh okay so it's just like step me it's basically ddr but just like on a keyboard and dude i would play that I i'm not even kidding i would play that for like hours and hours like downloading songs and stuff and like playing new songs that was that's like the first time I can really remember like using a computer for like gaming. Yeah. Dude, I it's like so in my leisure. I was gonna know? I was gonna mention this earlier. I've had this this is like anyone watching this, please help me. This is a shout out. This is a call. This is a call to fucking action right now. I need flash, help. Flash revolution. Um there was a game that I remember playing on a computer. It's the first time I'd ever gotten like to play a video game on a computer it was this like it was at my step-grandmother's house in her trailer it was like a decent trailer it was like a nice like an older person's trailer home i know i'm sure you guys have probably seen those like i doordash a lot so i see a lot mm -hmm. of different like environments like communities and stuff like that there's trailer parks that are like probably normal trailer parks and then there's trailer parks that are like older people where they're all like all super fucking decked out but for some reason oh, yeah. they live Dude, in a trailer I, house. I used to live in a trailer park did you yeah like they're not actually they're not bad they're uh, nice me and my wife our first home was a trailer really that's yep, interesting because it was affordable and it was just a good size for, yeah, it's just for cozy, the price right and i mean we lived there roughly a year before we moved to somewhere else and i mean it was it was nice it was a nice neighborhood but there were definitely people there that had like some crazy trailers yeah. where you're like these people own this and they own this space <laughs> you do yeah. not go there right yeah <laughs> but it was it was in one of those it was super nice but she was a really religious woman um and i never i didn't go there very often but it was pretty evident that when i went there like i didn't want to do anything but play video games like i'm a fucking young boy give me a fucking nintendo or something <laughs> dude um but she had this computer, and she downloaded. She found a religious game for me to play, and it's so weird. If anyone knows this is, and this is the call, this is the the call to action. I want you to find this game for me, guys. It's a religious game where you're like in space, but you're like it's like a maze. It's <laughs> That's like a, a left turn. <laughs> I was it, not ready for space. You're in space, but it's like a a little thing where you're moving the your thing up and down through this like maze type thing but you're collecting like chicken pieces like little chicken bones chicken nuggets you're collecting little scriptures you're collecting little crosses are you sure it was in space on god dude i swear i don't understand what this game was but you were collecting like little chickens and like little like it was like chicken legs and like it was a religious game but it was so much fun. I don't know why. It was like that takes me back to like Noah's Ark 3D on the mm -hmm. NES. Yeah, dude. Which was literally like based off like Doom. But you're Noah yeah. and you're like slingshotting food into the so hands funny or something. And there were there were a few I, dude, NES games that were like that. 
I tried to do a quick Google search based on the information you told me, and there, I it was not easy. I've my I've, my computer was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I know, dude. It's got to be some fuck. Almost, I've thought about this. What if I have these memories implanted in my brain because I'm meant to create the game? Oh, that's that gets so into it's like almost, that's like Matrix right there. Yeah, so it's almost <laughs> yeah. like a um, Matrix coming out December twenty second. Oh, what is that called? Where you have a uh, a continuum. It's a continuum issue because I have memories of this game I played as a kid and I could never find it right through Google searches. Couldn't find the game. So it's inevitably, I am like making Gizmo the game in space. It it's not is. religious at all. It might just be non non religious, but I have this really weird idea of this game that I played as a kid. Can't find it. Right, so I get to 40 years old, and I'm like, I can't find this fucking game. So I'm just going to make it. And then I find out, you made the game, Pants. <laughs> oh my like, gosh. game over. Game over. That's the end of the game. That's when I die, is when I make the game. I don't realize <laughs> That's it. the last thing. You're like, the last line of code. Click. That's right. And I just phase. And you're done. You're gone. Pants it's is so... gone. So anyway... Anyway, that's the origin story of each of us for gaming. Those are origin stories. But as different as we are in gamers, we have one thing in common. We're mm-hmm. all content creators. We're all streamers. We all have our origin stories, but ultimately we found our path onto Twitch currently, right? Twitch currently, yep. So until mm-hmm. the next best thing comes up and then it might be YouTube. Honestly, I've been making I've been making the thoughts, but I don't want to dip into that right now. Uh woof. I have we, we, you know, we started streaming at a pretty similar time. We're pretty, pretty mm-hmm. close to each other. Um, ultimately, because uh, I don't remember, really remember how all this started. Um, what ultimately called you to start streaming? What, what pulled you into it? I had had always been interested in it. I, I, I basically wanted to figure out a way that I could, no matter where I was. Um, like record me playing video games and make like videos of me playing video games and, you know, inspired by like Markiplier and like those sorts of people, those like early gaming YouTubers. And that that's kind of like where I wanted to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I kind of got pushed to one, make the, the investment into like, okay, I'm going to get a nice computer and I'm going to figure out how to record myself, et cetera. Um, and also got pushed into the Twitch platform specifically like a lot of others did, um, when COVID started, Mm -hmm. um, because it was kind of just a way for me to like hang out with my friends, you know what I mean? Cause like nobody was leaving the house and, um, I was furloughed from, from my job and we were getting like unemployment benefits and I was taking that time to, kind of say okay like what does it take to to be on twitch and and be a streamer or make these videos like what is it what what does it mean investment wise like what kind of stuff do i need and as somebody who's been a photographer and a videographer for a, a long long time i kind of knew sort of like what i needed and i probably already had a lot of the stuff that i needed but i just didn't know how to take the first steps and when you just like don't leave your house for like three months or whenever lockdown started like in march or whatever of like 2020 i think 2020 yeah it was march Um, of uh 2020 that's when that was the heaviest it was march 18th yeah Yeah, because i had a flight that day 
I had literally a flight that day for Oregon. That's crazy. And it got canceled. Oh, wow. wow. I, uh, that was kind of how it started. And, um, I, you know, I hear about these, uh, origin stories of people on Twitch where they, um, start streaming on Twitch and, uh, they're like streaming to like zero viewers for like a long time and all of this stuff. And I was really fortunate in the sense that I had a lot of very close friends that liked to watch Twitch and were like into the idea of me streaming just so we could hang out as friends. So I kind of started in a very fortunate and privileged manner where like I was starting with like a couple people in my chat, like every time always. And so I, I kind of don't know what it's like to, you know, grind through the beginning of that because I was always at least hanging out with my friends and like talking to my friends and stuff, which made mm -hmm. it really easy for me to get past the beginning phases of streaming and like building a community. Oh yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Cause there's like people, there, there's people that like stream to like zero or one or two viewers for like months and months. And it's oh, like, yeah, dude, dude. I, like I my feel so lucky that like I had that beginning foundation because it was just, so I, I was just like so motivated and just hit the ground running. Um, so yeah, I, I would say like COVID is kind of what pushed me to Twitch specifically mm -hmm. just because I had the time, you know? Right. Um, so, so yeah. So you would say that, that COVID ultimately, since you were like home, you had the free time and you uh, just generally wanted to spend time with your friends since you couldn't be in the same place at the same time. Uh, and fortunately that kind of gave you the, not only the idea and the motivation to step forward, but also since you started doing these things, you're like, okay, like I'm going to stream, hang out with my friends for a while. You do that for a couple weeks and you're like, wow, this is like a thing. Right. And then you start actually mm -hmm. doing it, but you have the momentum of your friends being there, uh, to spend time with you and you actually like help build and engage in your community because, and that, and that's super amazing because not not everyone is f in when i say this when i say that you're fortunate in that that doesn't at all say that you didn't have struggles right there was for sure yeah that, yeah i'm, I'm for struggles. sure i'm for sure coming from an absolutely privileged standpoint for sure right i definitely had like a, a, a heads up like with my group of friends right. in, in terms of like how quickly i hit affiliate and all of those things which a lot of a lot of people don't have that and i'm i'm super fortunate and thankful for that yeah that, and that's amazing you have a really awesome community by the way uh, i love the wolf pack thank you um obviously not like su like i mean we're pretty tight knit whatever but like as another content creator as you i'm sure you understand that it, it's sometimes kind of hard to communicate and like engage and stuff all the time but just on a surface level i see that nothing nothing comes from your community that isn't loved you know what i mean that and that's amazing and it's always been that from the start and when you have and when you have momentum like that at the start i feel like that can fuel you into a really prosperous future um especially when i i can't speak on anyone else's any anyone else's behalf on this i can maybe a little bit take privileges with you because we're such good friends and whatnot but uh especially when you go through like you know, mental struggles and like when you see those switch mm -hmm. numbers like at zero, because I went through my analytics like not too long ago and I, I saw like February through April of this year when I was going through struggles, 
I was streaming an average amount, but I was literally streaming to like, I think at one month it was maximum two viewers hmm. for like the entire mm-hmm. month. Um, and that just like, I, I don't think people realize enough that that just like happens. That's a, yeah. Like that's even reality. if you, even if you, even if you have a community that just like happens, yeah. you know what I mean? Like nobody's, we like, it's very, very important to remember that like as twitch streamers like nobody is like obligated to give us their time right. you know what i mean and sometimes that's just gonna happen especially if you take breaks from streaming like streaming is like a very not forgiving <laughs> like oh, yeah. punishing thing like i, I i'm in especially like a, a lot of people have a similar origin story to me a lot of newer streamers where a lot of people started streaming during covid when covid started Same. you know what i mean yep. um that's when i started yeah and i think that us three are um i don't know what the right adjective is but we are i i think it's i hope this doesn't come off as, as pompous or anything but i think it's admirable that we've stayed in it because i think a lot of people left as covid restrictions lifted and people started going back to work etc um, oh, yeah because less people were on twitch and i know like you know when that ha- you know summer of like 2020 or whatever or, not not summer of 2020 but like this beginning year. of 2021 summer of 2021 um you know those were some of like my lowest numbers and mm-hmm. i had been streaming for like a year already you know what i mean like i already had that community and uh I know a lot of people that were like kind of, that that kind of like set it down and kind of started doing their own thing that that you know wasn't Twitch. Um, but I think it's cool that we're there, there were people left over like myself and um good friend of the channel Ono plays and mm-hmm. big homie. You dude. got you guys obviously um it's cool to see like the people that like walked out of like the dust of the explosion uh, you know yeah. what i mean like the people that like came yeah. out of it you know <laughs> let's cue uh this little <laughs> clip of me doc and pan or me doc and wolf i'm wolf gg i'm wolf gg <laughs> me, uh, me wolf and doc walking out walking away from explosion without looking behind us like it's so crazy because like i'm sitting cool here guys don't look behind i haven't said a lot in the last <laughs> few minutes um i was gonna shout out a uh, uh discord but i guess i got uh removed <laughs> so I'm not going to uh, shout them out now um, because I'm thinking like, <laughs> I mean, sorry, that sucks for them. Um, yeah, it sucks. yeah, it's exactly right. But like, so I'm sitting here thinking like, obviously our gaming histories where we started is completely different, but we all started streaming around the same time for the same reasons. I mean, COVID happened. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure like when COVID happened in March of 2020, like, I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to build a PC because I had already wanted to stream. Like, so I had like my PlayStation mm-hmm. and stuff and I was streaming on it, but I got in this bad, bad mindset of, well, I can't stream because I don't have this. Mm-hmm. I can't do it yeah. because I don't have this. Yeah. that Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. I can't work. I mean, because there was a good chunk of time that I couldn't because of COVID, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to build a PC. That's when I built my first PC. And I was like, and now I'm going to actually mm-hmm. stream. And I mean, I looked back just like you. I looked back at my numbers. I was, I was averaging like 
three hours a week or something. Yeah. Like something I'm like, I really want to do this. And, and I guess I we should say this. Again, all of our communities are pretty different. Everyone's got right. jobs and stuff like that. Everyone's and, got and, different games that they play. But it's not like each of us has like twenty thousand. Oh views no, 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 no. I don't I don't yeah. have twenty thousand views. No, no, no. Bro. But like what I'm getting yeah, at is yeah, that definitely. we all started all in different new. places, but we all started Twitch at the same time. Yeah. And all three of our communities are very, very different. Right? So like Wolf, you had your friends that were like, Yeah, if you start playing, sure, I'll watch. Pants, I'm not sure mm-hmm. I'm not sure what you had. You can talk about that in a second. But like I I was one of those people that literally was like, Okay, I'm gonna stream. And I streamed for days with zero. Zero mm-hmm, people. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever. That's common. And 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 it's so hard to get past that mental block you're like well what's the point of me streaming and i fought with that every day i still fight with that i streamed i think yesterday to one person and that one person was me you know what i mean and every once in a while someone will stop in but like i was fortunate that i was able to plug into a couple groups of people that helped me get to like affiliate and i was able to plug into another community which is uh, for a game that's coming out here in the future. I'm not going to plug it right now. Um, and I was able to get in those communities, and those communities have been super tight, and that's where a lot of my people come from. And then connecting with you and you, Wolf, like I have people from your guys' communities come in and say, hey, and stop by and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's super cool. But I'm still – you guys are rocking way more numbers than I am on, on a daily, and I stream every day, and you guys are like – three days a week or, or however many days. Um, but I say mm-hmm. all that to say like what you're saying, Wolf, it, it is really cool to see. Yeah. We've stuck with it. We've started in different places. We're all in completely different areas, but we are sticking to it and trying to do it. And I mean, I think it's just really that's, cool. That's admirable. Yeah. I think it's admirable yeah. for sure. And yeah. And I definitely want to clarify that like, none of us are like huge at all yeah we're not big (laughs) but 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 also like it's pretty uncommon like you'd be surprised if you look at like twitch's numbers that it's like pretty uncommon i i mean it's maybe not uncommon it is very cool to have like an average of like somewhere between like eight and ten and like 20 viewers like yes. that's not that's still not a lot of people that it's that not. get that like most of the people on twitch are like again if you look at like the statistics it's like the people that are anywhere from like zero to like five um and so just to even like break through that at all i mean we're still at these beginning stages and in my opinion have done a lot of really cool things for the stages that we're at um whether it be like charitable events or just like cool sub goal activities, like real life streams. Right. And, um, and I, and I think that's, that's cool. That's what it means to like come out of the dust, <laughs> you know, come out of the explosion and like, keep going is like, mm-hmm. you eventually hit that point. Yeah. Know? And like, I'd like to add something else that came, that came out of that is what we're doing right now. Yeah. Like, like there's not a, there's not a moment where I was like, I want to do a podcast with someone else, but I approached you, right? I approached you with an idea like, mm-hmm. Hey, let's actually do something. And like, we're approaching Wolf and like, you do not see that 
in my opinion. I don't see it with larger streamers. I don't see them. They might play like uh, Among Us or something with other streamers or, or their friends, but those are close friends, but they don't. I don't see them doing things like this, and I think this is really cool too because we're able to reach a whole nother set of people to bring them into video gaming and, mm-hmm. and things like that. It's really Yeah, cool. for sure. I think there's just that um, that that drive to want to um, experience community, mm-hmm. you know. Yes, that's yeah. a big. That's a that's big so factor. huge. I love I love having different people like on my stream, and I love being a part of different discords and like being a part of like different events with other streamers. And it's like that grind just exists. Yeah, like in a different in a different way. For like the the entry level beginner to like intermediate yeah. streamers, you know what I mean. It's like a beautiful thing, you yeah. know what I mean. Oh yeah. Like oh, yeah. not to say that big streamer. I mean, there's so many big streamers that do insanely amazing things. I mean, I could list so many off the top of my head, and there are so many huge streamers, obviously, that I look up to. But there's nothing quite like seeing success from like grassroots. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Where like I'm not you know the big like christmas event thing i did last year where i was like getting paid like nothing to do that and it was just like all people helping me and like i was doing all the shipping and logistics and printing you know what i mean like to see like when i see other people doing stuff like that or when i get helped in my community to do that for my community that it just feels sick yeah that shit gets my if i can say it gets my fucking dick hard dude it Honestly, I, I think it's it's our it podcast. I think you could say it. Yeah, it just gets my fucking dick hard. And I like I I think one of like the biggest and this goes a little bit into the branding of like the pants party where like mm-hmm. pants is like I'm an underdog. Like I'm always going to like even if I feel like I'm achieving some sort of success, it doesn't matter where I'm at. This is like it's almost as much of like a something wrong that I do to myself, but it fuels me in the future. I put myself in that underdog seat super hard because I want to be hungry. I'm trying to get fucking thirsty. You know what I mean? And that Mm -hmm. always like, I think amongst the three of us at some point there was a quote unquote, fuck it. I'm going to stream. Yeah. Oh, oh, fuck it. I'm I'm just going to stream. There's this, there's always going to be insecurities. There's always going to be anxieties. And I think of this, uh, maybe this like second section to the podcast kind of thing, since we've kind of like talked about like your experiences, Wolf docs experiences. I mean, if we can say anything for this section, it goes out to the, the newer people, right. That are on the platforms. Uh, just, just stick it out, just hustled out because yeah. like it's, it's like, it's, it's super hot and cold, right? It's super hot to see a streamer, like go through the tough of it and i'm like i think each of us can even empathize and relate that we're still kind of going through the rough of it right Mm -hmm. sometimes oh dude Uh, yeah yeah. like yeah for sure but to go through the rough of it and then still keep doing it still keep like again i'll say it again that shit gets my dick hard when i go into like (laughs) when i'm like connecting and networking with new people and they're like like i'm still streaming like three weeks later i don't know it's just there's no one answer to it, but when you're hustling and you like, like you really just care that much about what you're bringing to people and like what you can do for others, like you're just going to do good. 
there's no other like at some point each of us was like fuck it i'm gonna stream yeah. i don't i don't care mm-hmm. i don't care what the bad side is i'm just gonna do it because it's gonna be fun i mean yeah uh, like i i pushed myself from i went from three hours a week to i'm at, i'm streaming like probably close to 30 hours right 40 pushing it more i think i think last week's average was 60 hours let's go or something it was holy shit it was, good. it was crazy i'm i'm that's some crazy shit dude. i'm i'm almost pushing 12 hours. <laughs> i'm all i'm i'm working my way to 12 hours a day that's streaming. amazing dude that's so, really cool so I, I i remember like uh and i never really i never did that i i'm well i mean again it's dude there's we're just so lucky from like that that we had the time and circumstances from such an unfortunate thing like the pandemic which is still happening right i agree uh because i can't imagine trying to do the beginning parts of streaming like while i'm trying to work full time you know what i mean like i feel so blessed that i had those like two or three months to just sludge through like you know what i mean all the beginning stuff and yeah making emotes and figuring out how to stream and streaming a lot and consistently like six hours, like every day. And like, you know what I mean? Like I just no fucking, pri- so many people just don't have that privilege to like be able to do that. So again, I'm just like, it, it was, I feel like I was making a good thing out of a, a really scary situation. I just feel lucky that I was able to have that time to do that. And I know that definitely, you know, you were too pants because I know when I started streaming, you had been streaming a little bit and dude you were sh- <laughs> you're streaming like 11 hours and shit like it was, insane it was like 11 like, 12 hours every single day like insane That's amounts nuts. and it's like whether we can obviously see it or not that mattered that you did that for it like did. weeks you know what i mean that that mattered that put you where you are today whether we have streams that are like on the lower side and we're streaming to like you know five people or less or whether we have those streams that are like 20 people or more mm-hmm. like the whole journey adds up to that yeah. you know what oh, i mean yeah. it mattered and we had the privilege to be able to do that because of you know the circumstances and, at the time and there's a craziness of like appreciation and respect as well because like i think you started streaming before i did i might have tried and um, so we all started about the same time, but there's also that realization of like, like Wolf, you dropped Markiplier, um, who is originally from Ohio, I think Columbus, Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. That's right, you're right. But like, there's a thing there where you're like, oh man, I I would love to play video games, um, eight hours a day, twelve hours a day, and and just stream and have people come in and talk to me, dude. It's hard. It's it, super it's really not hard. easy. And we, it's not, I had it's to not. learn. I had to learn it all myself. Wolf sounds like you had to learn it all yourself. Pants, I'm sure you learned it all yeah. yourself. Like, I, real quick, two points I want to make. Um, just how, just similar to how, um, how the COVID experience, the pandemic, gave us experience or the opportunity to a lot, a certain amount of time to this thing where before we we had insecurities, anxieties, a wall, if you will. Or it was just literally impossible. Or yeah, or it was just just not not, possible. (laughs) Yeah, it was just not possible for us. Um, And it gave us the opportunity to do that, uh, which is amazing. Like that's that's a blessing that not too many people can count on. But 
And again, like like how Wolf said, I, this can come off a little pompous. It can come off a little pretentious. But, you know, if you don't like hearing this, odds are it probably applies to you. <laughs> if you get out, if you go through the rough of it and you God give man. up, that's no one else's fault except yours. You gave up. And I'm not saying your circumstances are as easy or as difficult as anyone else's because everyone's situation is different. Mm-hmm. But there's something to be said about going through the hardship and wanting to give up and not when you feel like you should give up and everything else on paper. I was told recently, that's my quote on paper. On paper. Dude, you've said that a lot today. I, I do it. I do it. But said it a lot. on paper, if you know, you're given, you're given so many circumstances like on paper, I shouldn't be doing this. Like, you know, I'm going to fail. I'm going to give up. You turn the fucking heat up. Turn it up. Just don't stop. Keep pushing because your relentless, your relentlessness is going to bleed over into so many different areas of your life and you're going to succeed. And I, again, not to like toot our own horns or anything, but as you said, we walked away from the explosion. You know, everyone went back to work for the most part. I mean, we're still dealing with the pandemic right mm-hmm. now and whatnot. And it's not just us, right? It's not like we're just talking about Wolf GG, Pants, or Dot. There's so many other streamers outside of us that really step with the grind. We should start. Um, we should start mm-hmm. a Twitch team. I'm like, I'm sitting here. I'm like, we should start a Twitch team, that's like COVID babies, <laughs> like people that started <laughs> mm-hmm. streaming when the COVID thing broke out, and they're still, they're still streaming today. Yeah. Even if it's small, yeah. like if you have less than 500 people right now, as of right now, you know, followers, then cool, you can you join our team, and I think we should make <laughs> that happen. I don't know how to do that stuff. So, but that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think you're, yeah, I think your sentiment is, is in the right place. Like, obviously I think mindset is a huge thing when going to Twitch, but I also think there's like, in, there's some uncontrollable elements, you know, which is why I keep, you know, repeating that. Like I, I had the privilege of like being able to do it. You know what I mean? There, there are some people that like, even if they're like driven to want to do it, like, a lot of people had really shitty, horrible circumstances during the pandemic, even though they had more time to do things. And it just like didn't make sense for some people, wasn't in the cards for some people. You know, some people like had to give up, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying, though. It, it's like it's it's if you want to do it. First of all, it's a really stupid idea. It's like so yeah, don't absurdly start, hard. Don't start streaming. But, don't start but streaming. also, it's just not. It's just not going to be. Don't expect it to be easy. <laughs> it's the, yeah. Do it's just not. It, do yeah. not but, but again. Also, do not expect it to be easy. It, yeah. yeah, it's not. It's but, not easy. But yeah, you. Uh, for for those who have the privilege to be able to continue, um, my mindset is important. If I could, if I could edit your sentiment a little bit, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I think I think we all agree, and uh, it's a really good uh, spot. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, like you said, that was a nice little chunk. Uh, doesn't really lead that much into anything, but for all of the the content creators, streamers, YouTubers, whatever you might be, business owners, I don't care how you found this podcast or what you do. Uh, ultimately, your mindset means a lot, and when things get tough don't uh, don't turn back you're doing something really good you're providing a lot of value to people that care about you and really enjoy your content so uh, whatever it is that you do you should push forward but I think something that's super important with that is uh, goal setting right 
Uh, and I think as streamers, we are very well oriented with goal making, goal setting. Uh, Wolf, I know that through streaming, you kind of started with Pokemon, right? A little bit mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. early beginnings. And now, um, and that's always been kind of a thing with your branding as I've you know watched you grow and stuff like that. Oh, your chat always loves the Pokemon streams, right? The Nuzlocke's. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw a new mod that's today. That's like where I started. You did. I, I just saw a new mod today for Pokemon. Guys playing Pokemon Pearl real quick, and then you can continue. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I know. You're My good. brain is like, Wee. But uh, his uh, his Pokemon evolve every level into a random Pokemon. It's so fucking insane. <laughs> like yeah, he, that's he, dumb he, as fuck. <laughs> he literally he started with like a level five Turtwig, and then it evolved at level six into freaking like masquerade at oh level God. six that's that's crazy <laughs> like dude. i think he had like a level five piplup at one point that evolved into a level six giratina right. i'm like are you kidding me i'm like this is ridiculous but it was it was that's pretty funny cool. right go ahead sorry well you uh but <laughs> as i was saying well if you you had started with the pokemon nuzlocking and stuff and that in itself as you had mentioned before was uh not necessarily competitive against anyone else but there was comp- competition there right because you're trying to beat the game uh, you're playing against the yeah. game. The game is your opponent, right? It's a challenge. It's yeah. a challenge of some sort. But now you find yourself in a new sort of challenge, and that is that is speed running. Now, uh, this is kind of a, in like an amalgus, like ambiguous question. But maybe like, what are some of your goals in speed running right now, or what motivates you to stream these days? Like, what are what are some of your mm-hmm. goals, or maybe like just generally speaking on some of the goal aspects or pushing mm-hmm. you to do what you do in speed running or how has it affected your life? You know, mm-hmm. what do you have to say on that? I think that when I first started streaming my whole, like, I feel like my, my shtick or whatever has always been, um, doing something that is like way too hard. <laughs> like, like yeah. always, you know what I mean? Like I've, I've started off with like Pokemon cause it was not even necessarily for a reason, but I knew that I could, easily do challenge runs of pokemon you know what i mean you get the emulator you get the randomizer but it's like easy to like make pokemon really really hard and you like follow these made up you know nuzlocke rules mm-hmm. um and i did those for you know excuse me a while and um it like wasn't hard enough and so then i like added more rules and it wasn't hard enough um and i was eventually just like able to do it easily and so then i started playing games that were just very very difficult on their own like dark souls and those sorts of games um and eventually yeah please did you um did you actually play a playthrough of dark souls before you started speedrunning it yeah you did okay Mm -hmm. i couldn't i couldn't quite remember but continue please yeah yeah and so uh you know as from what pants says um Obviously, Dark Souls got to a point where I was like, I want it to be harder. And um, that's kind of when I got introduced to speedrunning for what is either for the better or the worse. (laughs) Um, Because that is kind of like... That's where the nightmare comment came from, right? Yeah, yeah. Because that is like how I finally found a way to like make everything just very hard. (laughs) Very, very difficult. But it's also an insanely 
it, at first it was just this way to make the game more difficult and it was just something more interesting for my viewers um but then speedrunning kind of became something else which was just a completely separate and different way to experience the game so like I, I know people like ask some speedrunners and some speedrunners talk about how like um, they can't play games like normally anymore. They can't like casually play certain games anymore. And right. I, it's not like that for me. Like I have two completely like different experiences that I curate for myself and I like crave them at different times. So like I'll play Halo with friends or like a Pokemon mod for fun and, and all that stuff is like cool with me. But then there's a completely different feeling when I'm like speedrunning Dark Souls or speedrunning Super Mario 64 um, or, you know, a short hike or whatever it is that is just, it like doesn't even, it's almost different than playing a video game. It's almost like a different activity mm -hmm. completely. You know what I mean? It's like separate. Um, and I think in general, I was fueled to get into that, way of gaming that that kind of style of gaming through this just competitiveness that i've just grown up with whether it was me playing fighting games with like my brother and eventually becoming you know competitive at super smash brothers melee getting familiar with very technical difficult to do things you know you know the, the sort of more technical quick gameplay mm-hmm and I think it all just kind of was just a matter of time until I got into speedrunning, which is just not only very fast and difficult and also very frustrating, but very technical. And depending on the game, of course. Of course. Uh, but the technicalities what blows me away. Yeah, dude. Some of the setups, you know, I don't, I've started now since you started getting into uh, the Super Mario speedruns and stuff like that. I've started to pay more attention to Simply and um even ludwig i what is ludwig even is he real <laughs> is is ludwig a real runner yeah dude okay so just as a quick tangent so but where this is going is that i i currently speed around super mario 64 which is a very important game to me and a very important community to me that i've completely immersed myself into um but people have like mixed opinions but i think it's just ignorant <laughs> to say that Ludwig and bigger streamers Ludwig you know who was once on Twitch is now on YouTube bigger streamers playing Super Mario 64 is a bad thing I think it's like the more the more viewers you get to a game and the more you're able to kind of expose the the like brilliance of that part of the game the better in my the opinion better, like right? I don't care I don't care how good Ludwig is at Super Mario 64 I don't care how good Mizkiff or something is at Super Mario 64 like it makes the community bigger it teaches more people about the game it makes you know GDQs or whatever who hosts Super Mario 64 bigger it makes the oh, community yeah. more successful you know what I mean it's just it's nothing but good to, yeah, to, to me at least absolutely I mean even just like from your comment about GDQ GDQ has made some fucking huge um contributions to like the cancer society oh yeah like, i think i think that's a big that's a big thing like the fact the awareness they bring to issues they're like look we're doing something that's one it's amazing it's super fascinating in general but they're like 
they're making a difference at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big deal. And people, people should, I don't care if you don't like speed running. Like I'm on, I'm on the fence, right? Like I'm like, ah, oh, speed running. Eh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I give, yeah, res- it's not for everybody. I give respect to those. Um, I've contemplated speed running a game. I'm friends with two people who are first place in the world in speed running in a specific game. I may name drop them here in a little bit. But like <laughs> if we we're going to go back to speedrunning. But like but that like the fact that they bring awareness to things and and uh contributions to things like cancer and, and things like that is a huge deal. They're using what they know. Uh this is I think anyone who's not like if you magically stumble upon this podcast and you're not a gamer God bless you. Thank you for hanging out. And Especially watching if you've this been here episode. this long. Yeah, this long. But <laughs> God bless you for watching and hanging out with us, even if you are a gamer. Winner. Thank you so much for tuning in and hanging out with uh, me, Doc, and WolfGG. But um, but Pants brain farted. What was I saying? GDQ. GDQ. Oh, these people, like, you, you may have not been a gamer until now, but now you know, because I'm telling you, that gamers – provide to the community let me say it again do i need to say it again say it again gamers provide to the community you know why because we are doing good things for good people sometimes i'm not saying everyone there are definitely Mm -hmm. probably bad streamers right i don't know any of them thank god because generally streamers know to be good fucking people or wolf gg fucking doc pants are gonna fucking get up in that ass even 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 like people that i know like that are like hey i'm a streamer it's like well, why do you want to be a streamer? It's like, well, because, well, because one, I want to do it because it's something I love. But two, it's like, I really want to help other people and do stuff because they see this streaming community as a community that helps right. things, like, helps why, people, helps everything. Why can't I do what I love to do with a wholehearted passion? Like, I I had one, I we, we had a comment in the view, or uh, we had a comment on YouTube, or maybe it was Twitter, I'm sorry, recently, where someone had been like, man, I love your episode zero. I love your reason for wanting to do streaming, gaming, and whatnot. But the person that you look up to is terrible, terrible. Um, and that person, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it again. Person's PewDiePie. But the the Pew, and again, <laughs> I forgot we I, talked about PewDiePie. We, that episode. I'm gonna bring him up again because I didn't clarify the first time I said his name. I don't. I absolutely for thousand percent do not agree or fuck with the things that he... <laughs> the skyline sip <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> okay it's just so i'm funny. just opting out of this part of the conversation yeah. but uh, that i four thousand percent do not agree with the things that he's done blah 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 i'm not going to talk about that but me as an origin you know i was again i was this little kid i didn't have a whole lot of friends yeah i had access to youtube and I played video games. I had never fucking known that a horror game was a thing. And then I just randomly, my friend was like, hey, you should watch this video PewDiePie. He's playing Amnesia. It's episode three. I'm like, well, what the fuck? I'm not going to watch episode three. I'm going to watch episode one. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, from there, he gave me, like, I got home from school. And I was like, yo, I got to watch PewDiePie. Like, I wasn't, like, because I didn't have friends that, I mean, I had friends and whatnot, but they weren't really hitting me up to hang out or anything. Like, I was getting. My friends aren't hitting me up at seven years old. Yeah. Like, (laughs) but I was, 
wholeheartedly, I was like, man, dude, I just want to get home and fucking watch PewDiePie. Like, I just want to, I want to play Skyrim and watch PewDiePie. Like, that's what my goals are for tonight. Like, that's what I'm doing because that's what makes me feel the most loved. Like, that's what makes me feel the most myself right now because that's when I feel the most whole. And Wolf was talking about like you know this feeling as a streamer the desire for community right like the feeling of community and wanting to feel like you're a part of something and have people that like want to watch you and you feel like you're you're providing something similar to those people that you had at one time watching another streamer or youtuber um that's really where for me it came from was the community and wanting to like when i and it wasn't just like that one content creator that ended up like i said doing a lot of awful things that i think i don't like it's not even a thing i fucking for sure don't agree with but there's it's not even just him there was a podcast the basement yard uh joe sanagato like there's so many different content creators that made me feel like i had a really really solid good friend when i didn't have the outside world Mm -hmm. i didn't feel like i had access Mm -hmm. to anything that's you know, I can't speak on behalf of a lot of different streamers or everyone, but like for me, that was really where I was like, no, I'm doing this because like that saved my life at one time. Like it for sure saved me. Um, so I don't know. I, don't, I, mm-hmm. I was for sure rambling there for a second. That's all right. But it's okay. We're at a what point. This podcast I, does. I think um, to, to more directly answer your, your question from earlier about how speedrunning affects my life mm-hmm. um well one i want to i want to say multiple things one i want to say that uh when doc was talking about um his like perceived opinion of speedrunning, like he didn't know whether he wanted to speedrun or he didn't know necessarily whether he even liked watching it that much but he appreciated it and he respected it yeah i sure. think that is like the single most beautiful thing about super mario 64 in particular is that I, I think that that game is so um, accessible in a way that other games that I've speedrun aren't. Um, it's just so easy to and beautiful to watch. You know what I mean? Like you're going and you're getting stars until it's done and the movement is like as fast as possible to get there. You know what I mean? Which is. Can I ask a question? Uh, yeah, 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 please. So you do 16 star, right? Mm-hmm. Is. Mm-hmm. Is it 16 stars because that's the least amount of stars you can get to beat the game? Like, why is it um, why is it 16 stars? I've asked them this question before. It's a pretty interesting yeah. question. Or like, I, so, I don't I don't understand that. That's what I don't know. So you can let me think about how to start. This. Yeah, this is a lot of technical stuff. So you can. So in most speed runs, there are. Let me think for a second. And did I, did, I, I really did not mean to sidetrack you. It was I'm going to restart since this. You, since you brought it <laughs> No, it's a good question. <laughs> it's a really I, solid it's question. It's just something I've, I, don't, I don't know. So. It's interesting. So you can beat the game with fewer stars. You can beat the game with zero stars. And oh, you can beat the game oh. with one star. Okay. But you have to do a particular trick that is doesn't really have a setup that's known for it. It's very, very difficult, and it's especially more difficult when you're doing it in a zero-star category as opposed to one-star. And this trick is basically just one of the most difficult tricks you can do. Mm -hmm. Um, And so in every other category, that trick is banned. 
So if you want to look at Super Mario 64 in the traditional sense, which is, um, you know, speedrunning traditionally has these categories that are like 100% and um, any percent, any percent meaning you beat the game with like using as little as possible. 100% meaning you gain, you, you get everything in mm-hmm. the game and you beat right. the game completely. Um, there's 120 star, which is like your 100%. There's 70 star, which is the least amount of stars that you can have and still beat the game without using glitches. And then there's 16 star, which essentially uses these like glitches and tricks. Okay to beat the game very, very quickly without using this single, you know, trick that I mentioned earlier that's very, very difficult um, that people use in zero and one star. So 16% is like the traditional... I'm sorry, 16 star is like the traditional any percent run for Super Mario 64. Okay. In that way. Okay. Um, so you uh, the, the main trick is that you use Mips the Rabbit to clip through some areas that you're not supposed to be able to get into and mips spawns after you get 15 stars and in order to beat the game you just have to get one more star later so it ends up being 16 stars oh okay that's that's super cool really interesting cool answer right so like Mm -hmm. yeah that's i did oh shoot i didn't know you could do it zero or one star Uh, but 16 stars seems categories are insane (laughs) seems to be the most popular it's what i usually always see definitely and it's kind of like well like why 16 but so that makes sense that's really cool yep you get the bunny rabbit to spawn you do some nonsense with them and then you have to get another star on the way it's like unavoidable and then you end up at 16 sweet it's cool cool yeah it's pretty cool sorry you can go back to what you were saying it was just it's just a sidetrack that's okay (laughs) (laughs) anyways i just think it's a really easy game to watch Cause like when I streamed when when I was running Dark Souls, for example, there are some things in that game that are very difficult to understand, especially some of the tricks. And also, if you just don't play Dark Souls, mm-hmm. some of the stuff that's normal during the speed run is probably pretty difficult to understand. Yeah. Just like battling a boss well, you know what I mean? Like, what does that look like to like my dad or something? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So like, Super Mario has this beauty to it where it's like. You're going and collecting stars until the game is done. And, like, your movement to get there is sick. And, like, my, like, again, like, my like my parents or something could, like, watch that and, uh, and like, follow along and understand that that's, like, sick to some degree. You know what I mean? Which is super cool. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just see parents. I'm sorry. I see parents just be like, whoa, that's sick. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> dude, I, I know your dad, and I can see, like, wow, Corey, that's really cool. Like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I love it, which is cool because people, new people coming into my community all the time. I mean, a lot of Mario community people come in since I started officially running Mario a few months ago, but there are plenty of new random people that come in and they stick around because like they like watching it, even though it's the first time they've really ever seen it. It's like easier for them to watch. Yeah, it's super cool. Like I've watched it. I've watched you do it a few times and I'm like, this stuff is I can't. Because you started doing this, I think I actually looked it up today. You started doing it in what, March, I think? Yep. At least that was Look, your that first submission. looks like that's when you, yeah, your first submission was in March. And I was for, like, for, for Mar- speedrunning? Yeah, yeah, for Mario. Oh, for Mario? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was in March? I think so, yeah. Yeah, dude, we looked it up. Yeah. We, did, we did our research. Holy. I was looking it up today. Well, crap, Just, dude, I, I, there's no way. I wanted to see where you were and, and stuff like that because I was like, 
Shoot, I don't I'm know. Yeah, so big congratulations to Wolf GG for like almost a oh yeah, like a how long is that? Six, seven <laughs> months now. Of, that's a well, actually longer than that's that. That's not long compared to everyone else. And I was like, your most recent time was like nineteen minutes. Yes, yeah, which sub to me that blows my mind. Like my brain is like, what? I believe you were. I think it takes me nineteen minutes to get to the first level. <laughs> because <laughs> like, like, you're too no busy lie. exploring the outside dude like you're outside <laughs> like like minute 15 i walk inside the castle and i'm like yeah. well, how, where do i go what do i do you it spend takes me 15 minutes, minutes in bomb land i mean like, so check that, it out that blows my mind it's super good you got the stats so i do have the stats so nine months is when i first started speed running period and that was when i speed ran dark souls mm. okay which was in march my first Mar official Mario run was three months ago. Oh, okay, that, first... that maybe so the nine okay. months the the March was what I that was all Dark Souls. I yeah. saw yeah. when yep, you had yep, started. Yep. So gotcha. Yep. Yep. Fair enough. Yeah, I have. I'm relatively new to Mario still, uh, and my goal time right now is an 18 of any sort, high or low 18. I just want to break that 19 minute barrier, which is pretty difficult for the route that i'm doing because it's kind of a beginner route that's that's pretty slow but i'm just and instead of making my route more advanced in terms of harder tricks i'm trying to just get my movement and fundamentals as clean as possible in the beginner route because i know i can get an 18 in the beginning in the beginner route i just have to be cracked at the game <laughs> and that's kind of where i'm trying to get before i experience the growing pains of like changing my route or learning new stars and that sort of thing that actually segues uh pretty perfectly <laughs> into our next uh, uh topic it, a little bit is like combination of uh what are some of your primary goals right now in in your speed running slash streaming it's, you know yeah well i am not i don't know i could see a point in the future where i'm literally just speedrunning, and that's like all i'm doing on stream and it's just different games and like mm -hmm. i move on from a game after a couple months i i don't necessarily see myself as a player that wants to try to grind for like world record of something i just want to get like pretty good at speedrunning a lot of things i just i just have the hunger to play lots of different games and speedrun lots of different games um super mario is the first game i've speedrun where i've like legitimately wanted to get really 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 good so that might you know that opinion might change later do in you have, the future do you have a goal number where you're like hey i'll be completely content if i can be in like top 100 or top 250 or like well yeah, the thing you thinking more time wise or, or time yeah, yeah the, either, either yeah. or either or i think are very good answers super mario 64 is insane because it kind of in a lot of ways invented speed running it's like yeah. one of the first games that was speed run so if you go to the leaderboards and you look at like a 16 star leaderboard and you combined all the people that are playing on N64 and emulator, it's just like thousands and thousands and that it's like insane. It's like oh, yeah, so, it's so many players, but I it's oversaturated. I think that I would dude. I want there to be more. I want to keep going. I want <laughs> so many love. more people to play That's this game. I'd love for the game. Yeah. But I, I like, I would say right now in 16 star with this current route, I want to get an 18 and I could say that like if my route changed and I got a 17, I would be okay setting down 16 star for a while. 
but I can't know for sure because I might do the more advanced. I might start to do the more advanced route that lowers me to a 17 and I might get really good at it. And I might be like, fuck, I'm going to get a 16. You know what I mean? Or I might, I might just keep going. But right now the plan, and this is kind of some insider information. Ooh, but Ooh. the plan. <laughs> heard it like, first Ooh. on Scrub Hub GC, baby. That's right. I want to get my 18 in Super Mario. Um, and then I want to take a little bit. I, I have these like little breaks where I play games that are just like fun. And, sure, I think you need like that. I might play like I might play like Skyrim or something for like a month. But what I'm really doing when I'm doing that is I'm learning another speed run while <laughs> like off stream <laughs> while I'm doing that. Ooh. And I want to uh, be, but sometime in January, or February, I want to start doing uh, Dark Souls three speed runs. Oh, let's oh. go! We've talked you, about that. Dude. You heard it here so first <laughs> on Scrubhub. Remember that you heard it here first. And I've yeah. I've already started to like get get into it a little bit. But you know that's what? that's my plan. That might actually be, um, because I've I we've talked about that so briefly, like like literally mm-hmm. while I'm taking the dishes out of the fucking dishwasher or something. That might mm-hmm. be like my pseudo pseudo introduction. I might actually start paying a little bit more attention because Dark Souls Three is just such a good game. Like I love that fucking mm-hmm. game so much. I like Dark Souls. I would too. love. I've I've in my experience a little <laughs> bit learned a little bit of like in terms of speed running as as a general. I've learned a little bit of the Ocarina of Time tricks. Like uh, infinite sword glitch. Some of that stuff is dumb. I'm sorry. Okay, when it we yeah, I agree. Okay, but when, <laughs> I let me game. let me correct myself in saying I'm not doing SRM, the stale or the SMR, the stale manipulation stuff or whatever. I'm not doing that. But I'm talking about like infinite sword glitch, escaping Kokiri Village early without the ocarina, or not. Excuse me, not without the ocarina, without like like doing navi dives and shit like that. I've learned a little mm-hmm. bit. These, um, these terms, man. These yeah, terms. I've learned some stuff. Yeah, some and, of them are nonsense. There are yeah, terms. That, there are terms in Mario sixty-four that are like ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but Dark Souls three, I might. That might be the time. I might actually try. Like, cause Dude, that's the, the biggest so, thing, right? Let me let me say this. I'll say this right now, and you know, I can wait for a second. No, you're good. Continue. Go ahead. Okay. 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 Um, I'll say this right now. One regret. <laughs> I'll say this right now. One regret I have with speedrunning Dark Souls because I did Dark Souls remastered. Right. Um. Is that that game is probably pretty difficult for me to play casually now because of the nature of the route. Like the route for Dark Souls remastered, at least that I was doing um is it's just like kicking ass at the game it's just like playing really the playing the game really really well right um the attractive thing about dark souls 3 any percent speed run is that it's pretty a pretty distorted way to play dark souls 3 like you still have to be really good and you have to have really clean fights but there's like a lot of very cool skips and glitches to the point that i feel like it won't affect my love for that game like i'll be able to just play dark souls 3 normally also like i'll be able to do both yeah 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 for sure for sure that's different for you know i think for speedrunning games because like 
uh, like we've, sh- you know, you've shared with me a little bit how like you could probably never go and play Super Mario sixty four the same way. Oh, never. Yeah, it's you know, just it's not yeah, the same. Never. Like even just watching, <laughs> I had this experience in the last year because I, you know, you actually found the Japanese cartridge of, of Ocarina of Time for me <laughs> at a fucking game store. Mm-hmm. I just had a crazy thought, but continue. Mm-hmm. And you were like, "Hey, bro, do you want me to pick this up for you?" And I was like duh like grab yeah. it what do you mean <laughs> uh it's a fucking game store in the middle of ohio grab it grab it but mm-hmm. i started going through playing it and obviously i had you know i i think you had initially asked me a because it's a fucking japanese cartridge of my favorite game of course you being a best friend you're gonna be like hey bro do you want this but also like mm-hmm. i had expressed a little bit of wanting to like get into like even like i had no goal or aspiration of speed running but i said hey i think it'd be really cool to have this cartridge start to learn this stuff if it ever got to the point um it would be that way and pants had another brain fart i have i have no idea where you're gonna go but i'll say what i was gonna say then you do it i completely like when you're sitting here like i can never play mario 64 the same way oh forgot what i was saying i remembered like i could totally see you sitting down with a random friend or someone someone's like hey man let's play mario 64 you're like okay bet and you sit down, <laughs> and they're like, hey, man, I'm going to go make us some sandwiches. I'll be right back. You keep playing. Be fine. And they come back. You're like, cool. I'm done. Beat the game. Yeah. <laughs> Beat the game. Beat the game. They'll be like, wait, what? I'd be like, oh, yeah, I was speed running for this game. Right. Like, you fucking <laughs> slipped on that. You should have asked me sooner, bud. <laughs> wait, are you speed running for this game? I don't want to play with the speed runner. But even That's, just. That'd be fun. so funny. Even just not being a speed runner, just like watching gdq for years of my favorite video game ocarina of time being speedrun and seeing that develop into the smr stuff or like the srm or whatever it's called now it was when i was going through and 100 percenting that game i found myself feeling as if i was lacking because i wasn't doing those skips like i was playing mm-hmm. the game normally mm-hmm. and i felt i was like man i'm such a fucking loser because i didn't skip the deku tree i feel like such a loser because i didn't that's crazy i don't know that i, I didn't would ever do feel ocarina that items i didn't skip to the end of the game in the deku tree i didn't get to the credits immediately you know what i mean uh, so I'm, I'm not a speedrunner, so i mean like i i don't know that i share that i mentioned uh speed running before uh blood omen legacy of kane mm-hmm. dude mm-hmm. that's so um, we've never even talked about that game I know, how do you, I, I didn't know you knew about those games it's so good oh yeah so i'm friends with the uh number one world record uh no you are fucking not uh sailor midgard i believe it's the enter any percent you're fucking sailor yeah oh yeah and uh varic Keldun is the uh number one any uh is glitchless i believe i believe sailor is any percent varic is uh number one glitchless and number one heart no heart of darkness that's crazy so um oh, shout, out, shout out to both of them I do have minimal experience in speedrunning. I so, lied. So I may I may try to speedrun that, and both of them have been like, dude, we'll totally help you. So, you should get into it. So I, so I may do that. Like, I'd be happy if I could get with their tutelage, get to, like, num- like let them be number one, number twos. Cool, I'll be happy. Be like, let me be number three, man. Right. That'd be so dope, all three of us on, like, a stream or something, and be like, yeah, we're number ones, two, and threes. Yeah. That's, like, that's, yeah jaded. that's cool. That's jaded for sure. <laughs> My minimal experience outside of like the, uh, learning a couple tricks on Ocarina of Time, I did successfully like I super cop out for a bol- like a speedrun game. I think 
maybe not because like what what's that one game that you speed run and takes like three minutes it's like a a short hike a short hike that's what it's called Dude, a short uh, hike's fucking sick. Shoutouts to a short hike, seriously. Yeah, for sure. That game's so cool. That game's so cool casually. How and that game is like made to be speedruns. Like once you beat the game, there are like things that you can just like type on your keyboard that like load and load save states and restart the game and give you a timer. And uh, dude, that developer is just such a sick developer. Yeah, he's super, he's such a hold me cool. to speedrunners. I did. He, uh... he or she, excuse me. Right. Um, I did, uh, funny enough, on the cabin trip we took over the summer, I, mm-hmm. be- I, a week before that, I had the Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance had dropped on the Switch, and mm-hmm. in anticipation for that, I was watching it, and I knew that at the time, you were getting into, like, super, uh, or you were getting into the speedruns of the Mario game and whatnot, and we were watching in the living room a lot of speedrun content, so speedrun was on the mind. And so I watched, I was like, man, is there a fucking speedrun of this game? I think the actual official time is like an hour and a half, somewhere around there. But in the, like the two hours that we took to drive, um, well, was it like two or two and a half hours it took us to get the cabin? It was somewhere between like two and three hours. Probably. Right. I actually started that game fresh, Baldur's Gate Dark Lines on the Switch, and I beat it. Mm-hmm. Like I, that's so, sick. so that's like a pseudo speedrun because I beat it in the backseat of the car. Yeah, yeah, that, dude, that's, that's a, crazy. Speedrun. Yeah, so I guess like sure. I guess that's my experience in speedrunning a little bit, little bit but uh, yeah, uh, it's definitely not that much yet. I I've I've seen you do some stuff. I actually have done the uh, what what is the star called when you um, it's a chip on the block. Is that what it's oh, called? Oh, it's can it's cannonless. Cannonless. I have done cannonless. cannonless. I've done cannonless. <laughs> nice, dude. Cannonless. I, I, you, you I don't me know that. what these guys are talking about. I have no idea. Well, if you're it's a, essentially <laughs> there's a star that's hidden in a wall, and you have to blast through the wall in a cannon. But there's a way that you can fall off of a particular ledge and clip through the wall and get it without the cannon. So it's called the cannonless that's star. True. So you did teach me that, and that's I silly. I got it. I remember that day that you taught me it. I did it three times in a row without fail. <laughs> so that that was really cool, and that was so awesome. And that learning I that, that's got to be a whole experience, right? Is learning to do it, yeah. right? That's got to be learning a whole thing. like like learning to speedrun a game is so fun, especially yeah. if you're somebody who likes to just like bang your head up against a wall just like over and over again until you get something like perfectly (laughs) like it definitely takes like a different breed of person i don't know if that's a good or a bad thing but i there are tricks i mean just before just before this i was just running my bowser in the sky route for like an hour and it's just like what you do you know what you like listen to a podcast and you just run through bowser in the sky for an hour that's right so that when you get to the end of the run and you're nervous it's just muscle memory you know that's exactly right well, what uh, what amazing conversation we've had so far. We've talked and touched on so many different bases, but uh, I think a really awesome way to wrap up this show would be um, uh, maybe uh, do you have any one singular thing that you would like to shout out to your community or maybe like your proudest moment with your community or you know something like that? Because your community is amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I'll say it again. Like, your community is, like, completely full of love. The Wolf Pack is, like, 
nothing but fucking homies. Every time I'm in there, like I even got tagged in there the other day. Like, I don't remember what it was, but I don't know. I, I got up in there to see what it was and it was nothing but love. And every time I'm in there, I feel good. I feel happy to be there. So, I mean, if there's anything good. that you want to drop to your community or, or I don't know, maybe share with the people watching this that don't know you. Mm -hmm. Anything. I think, I think one, I, uh, I'm super grateful and humbled to have, you know, the, the community that I have. Um, like I said, we're not like, none of us are like humongous or anything, mm -hmm. but um, I, I think that people get caught up in uh, numbers a lot with streaming and it's hard mm. not to. Oh yeah, um, sure. You know, there have been streams where I've had like, a lot of viewers that I'm very proud of. And there have been streams where I've had just a couple of viewers that I'm really proud of. Um, and I, th I think in general, the fact that I've somehow been able to like cultivate this community of people that are all um, friendly and kind and there for each other and consistent. Um, some of those people are in my stream every time, no matter what, um, that is like that's my biggest achievement like for sure it's like it's not a number it's like the nature of this community that somehow i've built is uh so, something that i'm very very proud of and i feel very humbled by it um whether that be like our, our christmas giveaways or people being hyped that i pb'd in a speed run or people nicknaming pokemon and watching them die or whatever it is that i'm doing uh, the fact that it's like these people are there and feel good being there. Um, that's, that's awesome to me. Yeah. That's more than I could ask for. That's really, really touching. And I can, why is it that we've done how many episodes have done? I've almost cried on like this two is, different episodes now. So this is episode, like this is the fifth released episode, I believe fifth or sixth. And you've cried almost every episode. It's almost every <laughs> single one. Why am I so emotional? It's every time I just, Almost. That's almost. really amazing, Wolf. We we all love you so much as a streamer. We look up to you. We look forward to your content. We look forward to your next PB. Um, yeah, and and even if I appreciate that, I, I will say even if I'm not commenting in your streams, I'm there almost all the time. Almost. Maybe you're looking. Oh, I see you. Maybe you're looking you. and you're like, no, we not. He's not there. <laughs> and I'm straight up lying. No, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm, I see you. I try to be there even if I'm not commenting. Or me, me, and my, me and my mods keep track. At least supporting you in some in some capacity <laughs> when I can. When I know you're on and I'm not doing anything, I at least have you up or something like that. So. Yeah, we like we like we like to see who's uh hanging out when things are quiet and stuff. We mm -hmm. so not in a creepy way, but you know, we we, yeah. we keep notes on it sometimes. Just, just to see, you know, kind, what kind of how people behave in chat and that mm -hmm. sort of thing, analytic things. But. Right. but very empathetical. Is that a word? It is fucking probably just empathetic. Empathetic, <laughs> very empathetic. Yeah, um, I think I think that like when you say empathetic and empathetical are two different phrasings. I guess I feel very empathetical because um, I still think I'm making the word. It's got to be. It's got to be empathetic, dude. It's got to be. I think I feel very empathetic in yeah, in those we're words. We're gonna look that up later because. You know, in my community, and it's the same, and I'm sure that, you know, Doc can experience similar things in his community and whatnot. We are all, I will speak on behalf of each of us, very thankful for the communities that we have and 
the the people that feed into us you know day in day out even if you're not there you know you come and you're so like hey how you doing like glad to see you glad to see you're still streaming like you know even just that one message a month like that's so much motivation it it really does push us to keep doing what we're doing mm -hmm. and i think it speaks even louder to someone who does speed running when like a run could go to shit and you can get you know like you can get super hard on yourself i you know i i know i get super hard on myself i don't expect everyone else to do that but i do know that when you have people to support you and love you um it gets a lot easier so uh, on behalf of sure you know, of each of us sure. we want to say thank you to each of our communities yeah for, uh, sure. for the support and the love that you give out to each of us every day but um you know we've Absolutely. had a, we've had a fucking amazing show and uh really really solid conversation Wolf. Been, thank you so much it's been super good i've honestly lost track of time like, yeah dude, like, <laughs> holy shit this has gone long and yeah wow. we hate we hate to abuse people's like feel like we're abusing people's time and we want to respect everyone's time. So Wolf, it's been awesome that you've been here and um, hopefully we Thank haven't you. taken too much of your time. I know we may, Not have, at all. we may have told you one time frame, and we've definitely gone past that. Yeah, well, and, and I, I feel, I feel bad for that and I really hope it's okay. And hopefully, dude, it's, hopefully it's totally, come back. it's totally okay. I, I will be glad to come back. Awesome. I would say uh, if anybody, Wants to see, you know, challenge runs of cool video games, speed runs, Pokemon. Yeah. That yeah. sort of thing. Twitch.tv slash WolfGG. Come and hang out. That's um, right. Be a homie. You know. That's right. Get yeah. up on that wolf pack, baby. If you uh yeah. if you end up finding that you like his content, he's got some really good emotes, let me tell you. Some really good emotes. I love them. And he's got those BTTV ones, right? You got, you got those. Oh yeah, I'm a pro. Right? I'm a pro member, dude. I've got a pro yeah, membership. Yeah, that's right, baby. <laughs> nice. Let's fucking go. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a really solid, um, you know, solid moment to end the podcast on. Doc, where can they find you, buddy? You guys can find me on Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter at rx underscore bishop underscore md. I'm on Twitch every morning and almost every night. Except for Thursdays. Except for Thursdays. Thursdays in the weekend. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday usually. Okay. And well, almost every night. Well, Scrubbies, you can find me, same platforms, Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, tw Twitch. Right? Yeah. Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Uh-huh. You said Twitch twice. And YouTube. Okay. Yes. And YouTube. And YouTube. And Twitch. <laughs> and Twitch. And Twitch. <laughs> you can find me as Never Ending Pants uh, without the second E in never because I'm edgy. And uh, I post content, try to post content every week on Twitch or, God damn it, YouTube. So many Holy social shit. platforms. I'm losing my mind. Thank you, guys. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Should I say my schedule? If, uh, yeah, yeah, go yeah, ahead. For I was sure, say, drop I, it. What's your schedule? It's just it's just Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at six p.m. Eastern. Boom. There we go. Boom. Yeah. First can, three days of the week at six p.m. There you go. I know you can find Doc just about every single day. What times? Oh, uh, starting ten, ten a.m. Eastern, and also usually ten p.m. Eastern. Boom. That's crazy. Yeah, so he's, that's, he's those going are, Those hard. are my start times. Yeah. You're a you, dude. You're a different. You're a different kind of guy. Dude. I'm usually uh usually six. Some wild shit. Six to eight hours in the morning and about four hours at nighttime. Rad. Well, you can find me on Twitch uh, Fridays, Saturdays, and Mondays at 7 p.m. Um, variety streamer, you know, not really playing anything in particular, but I do tend to play more spooky games. 
But I think uh, I think that's a good place to stop. If you will just in general, I had to put a little pants flavor in there, there almost flavorful to to wait. Flip GG, can we get a little something? Can we get a little something? What do you want? Zandanzo. I'll take it. I was gonna say. So always, all all the time, we always end our streams with a special tip from us to you, Wolf. Do you know what our tip is? Yeah, Wolf. Do you know the tip? What is the tip? If you're not good, get good. There you go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Scrub Hub Game Club. Um, make sure to check out Wolf GG. He already plugged you, and um, we will sell you. That might be the end of the episode. Bye. <laughs>